This week on an all-new Going Dork, we hop on the road and chat about the most evil car in America, a 64 Dodge they call the Golden Eagle. This Christine inspiration was a former cop car, has strange stories about his doors opening on highways, and currently has a body count upwards of 30. Even touching the car allegedly makes people suicidal murderers. In the guest seat, my pod brother and the owner of a creepy old car himself, Mr. Michael C. Marona. So settle in for all that and more on... Going pop up in a spaceship, we got Sasquatch and Dama. One's a little shy, but the other's a real trauma. Pinball wizard pinging on planets and most. Another job done, hit the lights, close the blinds. Find a remote, let them know. Welcome to Going Dork. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jeremy. I'll be your host for this episode. Uh, Today we are going to talk about something that um, is, I'm sure, on the front of everyone's minds out there uh, in COVID world. Haunted cars. Okay, it's probably not, but... Uh, I just really wanted to have this conversation with a good friend, and uh, I got none other than Mr. Michael C. Marona to sit in. You know him. You love him from things like The Adventures of Danny and Mike, the podcast, the uh, podca- Home Alone. The podcast with the, the N spelled out. The podcast. The podcast. Uh, Home Alone, Slackers. You've seen him on a lot of things. And uh, especially on our Patreon over the years. That's very important that we plug that right out of the gate. Um, but uh, sitting in, Mr. Michael C. Marona. Thank Hi, you, Jeremy. Mike. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm not just a haunted car. Well, the reason I thought about this for, for you and I, um, I've always wanted to just, we, you and I don't think I've ever sat down one and one and just talked. So this, oh, we, this, def- we definitely have. It just hasn't, well, been, I mean, reco- it just hasn't been recorded. Right, right. And um, I just remember we did an episode of Danny and Mike where you were talking about your MG and fixing it up. And I'm we... sure we've done a total of an, an episode of Danny and Mike where Danny's just like been taking care of the baby or not been on the thing yet. So we've kind of added oh, yeah. up to a whole episode by ourselves, no problem. At some point, we're that cutting we out all together. The adventures. Of, yeah. Oh, sorry, did I let that slip? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, sorry. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, but. Uh, in addition to that, we went on a ghost adventure for one of our very first um, adventures for Danny and Mike, and uh, for the Danny and Mike podcast, rather. And we with the ants spelled out. Went to this little place called Clinton Hill in New Jersey. Went to a bunch of ghost spots. That's funny so that anyway. you should mention that because that's exactly what I thought of when you when you mentioned really? the, the subject of this podcast. Yeah. Well, part of it was that you 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 termed the you coined the phrase poltergeist. Which I thought was very good. So my thought for this episode was it was Poltergeist Revisited. Because I thought we could take a little jaunt down memory lane, talk about your car, uh, talk about that and how uh, weird those locations were. Anyway, so the point is uh, I just wanted to have a little chat with you and say hello. Sure. And uh, do some potting. But yeah, so... um, I guess first of all, like my my big question, and we talk about this a little bit on the on Danny Mike, but uh, what what are, what's your what's your feelings on the paranormal on the what's actual your, world? What's your ideal haunted your, house? What's That's your ideal what haunt? I wanna, yeah, it's what I want to yeah. get from from it's the idea I want to get yeah. from you. What's your ideal haunted house? Probably Amityville. Amityville is the base for most. I mean, I guess no. Oh, is that where your broken foot is? Yeah, it is actually Amityville oh, Music yeah. Hall. 
my my the ghost of my foot still haunts those. It's probably not open, but it's it not, haunts it's that. Not, it's not fair. Yeah. No, but um, I don't know. Some people are a little weird about it and don't like to talk about it. I don't know if you do, but I don't know if you had any experiences as a, as a child, sort of like Danny did, as talking to ghosts against the wall. And, um, you know, his mother was obviously a little more, uh, she's a, she's a you sensitive. Could it, you could say yes. it's spiritual. Spiritual. She is sensitive. So I just, uh, I always like to start with just like talking about the, the oddities of the world and how much, what your level of belief is. Oh, well, I guess I just had some haunting today. Really? I, um, as you know, um, I had a black cat for a long time. And I just recently got a new black cat. Uh, my black cat passed away in uh, the end of 2015. And it was a rough time for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was um, I was going to the bathroom this morning and... Uh, left the door open like a boorish uh, pig and uh, had kept Pokey off the um, off the toilet seat several times already that morning uh, off the toilet lid that is excuse me um, she was like just exploring and sniffing mm. around and stuff she came tearing across the apartment ran into the bathroom jumped except that the the toilet was open at this time. So she dumped right into the toilet, into some pee water. Oh, no. Covering me from the knees down, turned around, jumped right back out, and then tore back across the apartment. And then just... Just just before I had to leave for work. Ugh. This morning. And And uh, and and very spirited, you know, and sort of like disappeared. I couldn't see her, you know, in the dark or whatever. Turned out the lights and the rest of the place. and, And all I could think about was her, you know, Ugh. Finding some surface of mine to uh, to clean yeah. herself of pee water <laughs> uh, while I, I was on my way to work. I don't think and I've I thought, had. I thought she must be haunted by uh, by Michiko, my old cat, is uh, is driving her, her mad. I think Richie was haunted. I think he was. He was. Uh, far we've talked about him. Oh, you think your dog was pre haunted? You thought you think your dog was pre haunted because he was a foster, not because he was a foster. Yep, I'm. That's I'm not all- fair. I'm a 99% sure that I took a photo with a, a man's face in the curtain uh, while he was in the foreground. So You did show me the picture. I'm presuming that was the did original. Did you show me the picture, the Jeremy? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's just a weird-looking old man's face, and it changes in the curtain. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if, you know, one time he looks a little frank, and other times he looks a little inquisitive. Um, but, yeah, we, we uh, both Marlon and I thought that for sure we were – haunted by the ghost of Richie's former owners but aren't we lucky that uh that these cats can't drive cars oh why why is our black cats harder to adopt than I know there's like the the black dog syndrome you know where people uh typically pass over uh black dogs so I'm presuming it you know folds over into cats I don't know they're extremely rare uh, around Martha's Vineyard because so many of them are sacrificed to manufacture the sweatshirts and uh, tote bags that people love so much in uh, New England. It's quite yeah. a scandal, actually, how many uh, how many puppy mills exist uh, exclusively to feed the the black dog. Uh, yeah, apparel uh, appetite, oh, seemingly yeah. seemingly limitless appetite for black dog apparel that New right. Englanders and Massholes specifically have. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because the main 
storyline that I wanted to talk about takes place in New England and Maine, and it is uh, based on this thing called the Golden Eagle car. Have you heard about this? This is no, no, no. Drop it. This in. is a haunted car. Okay. Uh, here's just the the here's just the the once over. Um, it is a 196. So th this car was basically the basis for Christine. Um, I don't know how much uh, you watched Stephen King movies back in the day, but for me, it's uh, it's one staple. of the few uh, John Carpenter movies that he didn't script himself. Right. Although, and then um, after that, my fi one of my favorite is Maximum Overdrive, which he directed, which was the first he directed. Uh, Stephen King wrote and directed, which I thought was kind of interesting. I got into reading Stephen King uh, a little bit too young. I was um, I was working a lot in uh, the theater mm. and traveling a lot, so I was you know reading a lot of books while traveling from this place and that place. And I at some point asked for this Stephen King book. I don't know if I knew other people who were reading it or what. I guess I had seen other people reading Stephen King books. It it like that probably sustained the airport economy at that point right. in the in the 80s but Paperback. him and Grisham him and Grisham oh yeah uh but the first one that I read was the Bachman books which had uh Christine in it I think oh right I think it did I think uh I don't I know it was 80 well I know it was written and then it um, almost immediately they made a, a movie out of it but um which you know there's basically that's the idea of this whole um Golden Eagle car. It's a 1964 Dodge 330 Limited Edition. Oh, wow, a 330 uh, Limited Edition. In you don't brown. see too many. It, it says it in the. It says it in the name. You don't see too many of those. Oh yeah, yeah. Le. Um, it is like a, kind of like as my mom would say. It's French turkey. for the. Right. The limit. The. The. The eagle. No, but the. Uh, it's kind of like turkey your turned tan. I'm sorry. Your mom would say. Yeah, she would call it. She this color is like a brownish tannish. And she her 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 uh, description of that is is turkey turd tan, turkey turd uh, tan. Yeah, so that's a family saying. Oh, it's turkey turd. I tan. I like that. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, turkey turd tan golden eagle, nineteen sixty four Dodge. Diet, you know, Dodge three thirty. The um, basically the 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 story is uh, takes place in Orchard Beach, Maine, and a it was purchased originally as a cop car, and it's. Basically, um, the the, the rumor up, mill, in other, in other words, souped up, kind of souped up. But you know, cop cars back then, I don't think were as uh, you know they just slapped a label on the side, right? I don't think they were as like souped up as in the '60s. But I'm listening. Obviously, radios and stuff. But so uh, the story you know, goes you're that saying, you're saying they had a button that would make a pew pew sound effect, and they didn't yes. have Gatling guns. Exactly. Is that what you're trying to say? I just remember my local cop, and it's like. His name was Wendy, and we always, you know, he's like the most made fun of person in our town because he just looked like he was from Mayberry. You know what I mean? He was just like a dumpy cop, you know, that walked around and, and would, you know, get on kids for riding bikes on the sidewalks. And oh, um, gosh. so that's so what I imagine. But um, this car, uh, so it started out as a, a cop car. And apparently all three of the officers that ever drove the car <laughs> died. died in bizarre mur murder suicides. Um, oh, that is the that is the rumor, yeah. yeah. yeah that, so that was the first three deaths. Um, basically, after that, it 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 uh, it goes on to kill. They, some people say fourteen people. 
Some people say 32. You're saying that the car has a body count. Yes, very much. And it's uh, and was the, you know, the backbone of, of Christine or the uh, the storyline of Christine. But this uh, basically anybody who would ever touch it, you know, a kid touched it and then went on to murder his whole family. And uh, there was just weird, you know, it's just this weird piece of metal that has. Uh, it sounds like something the government would eventually quarantine in Vegas, right? It's outside of Vegas at Area 53. Yeah. Or two or one. I'm either, saying either uh, of them. Oh, Any. But then but then the trucker would be on the way to taking it there and would stop and crack and look in the back and then he would touch it, then he would be yep. forced to kill it. It's just like one it. yeah, falling down the hill. The uh no, it didn't get out, out there, but it, it wh- who the um there was a, a an attacking force that wanted to take away its power and that was the local church. So the local church was, was Wait, the the church came out against cars? Just this one. Because they, they thought that it was possessed by a demon. They knew. So they were trying to do everything they, they could. They knew it was possessed yeah. by a demon. Yeah. Right? Because it was. So, yeah. Uh, well, something. A demon or a... Who knows? Say They'd it. say the car doors would come open when they're driving down the road. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, the, uh, where I was Maybe going... Maybe there's was, a reason it was a limited edition. That's right. This is the, it, There's only one. It's the most limited edition. God. Yeah. The, the guaranteed MMB. to end, end your your bloodline if you get in it. Ugh. Well, it didn't end. They they uh, it ended up, um, you know, the churches got involved and they want they would vandalize it and you know spray paint it and say, hey, this is the devil's car or the various churches. I I don't know if it was one or more, uh, but in the story, the stories that I've read, it was just one. But um, who knows. Who knows if any of it's even true? It might all just be folklore. You know what I mean? It might just be. Uh, I think it's a sales technique from the Golden Eagle Cop Car Company. Uh, I do, just, they still, I, do they still exist, by the way? No, because I think it was Dodge, right? Didn't Dodge buy. Um, yeah, it's a 64 me. Dodge. Okay. Um, LE 330. Yeah. Now no, I remember. They certainly don't make them like that anymore. I mean, I, I think there's a reason haunted. everyone who worked on the. The assembly line went on to kill and die in horrible murder suicides as well. This is not a good. This is not a, a story with any happy endings whatsoever. That, that's true. Um, <clears throat> I guess the the only uh, there was one woman who bought it and uh, would let it sit on her property, and uh, apparently one kid in two thousands touched it and then went on to murder his entire family. So they, at that point, it was still forty years of terror. This range right. of terror, you know. What um, what th- what things what things are so horrible? that think about this you know beyond haunted cars what things mm-hmm. are so horrible that it's worth it to kill the people who buried it who know where it's buried you think of anything money obviously treasure but oh you talk about pirates yeah but but i don't know i, I yeah i don't know cuz i know i you would know, say i would say the designs for the first pt cruiser oh the the old wood panel yeah, should be should be quarantined from humanity. Yeah. I could do and that, then, I... and then the bearers of that knowledge killed, so they could never reconnect yes. with humanity. But then they might haunt me in a wood paneled in, in, in the curtain of your cat's bedroom. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> uh, at some point, the church did get a hold of it, and they uh, started chopping it up into pieces, and would just sell the parts. I would bless it. I would bless it and auction it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, Don't that's... get in the holy water. Move it on. Exactly. I think I would start there instead of just like chopping it up. Then you're just. Oh, I heard a meow. 
That was me. Come on up. Yeah. Just trying to get her started. I wonder if you've, um, I mean, you've obviously passed in front of the, this cat has walked in front of you a lot. So do you believe in, in, in black cat? Oh, yeah. The lore yeah. of a black cat? Yeah, I guess I'm not superstitious in some ways, but in other ways I am in that mm -hmm. I'm left-handed and I tend to favor the left hand in some things. Uh, but I think we we put names on all kinds of uh, different beliefs, whether we draw strength for them or, or want to belittle them. You know, we call them different right. things, whether we call them folk wisdom or superstition or, you know, Right, that thing where you toss salt over your shoulder, you know, whatever. Or the football is. team, you're yeah, wearing your eightieth jersey day in a row, or something. Oh, your underwear, yeah. Oh, yeah. when I are, are you talking about when I made the Giants win because of all the sweatshirts that I wore? I well, no, if that's the. They, I thought they it was Danny's thank, slippers, his Giants. They forgot slippers. to thank me in the parade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. No, but I, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I grew up with cars. You grew up. Uh, I, I had it was sort of a late realization that you even had this. You didn't go to I school did. with regular kids. I did. Yeah, I went to. Oh, okay. I went to good old fashioned American. No, I'm saying like you. I, I just like when you describe it. It sounds like you were hmm. a member of the movie Cars, but a human, right? Which would have been quite isolating, and it actually explained a lot about you, to be honest. No, I, I go, go. Maybe go I'm ahead. the son of the redneck driver. I don't. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't, uh, uh, the you, cable you should guy. know this. You're a father. Yes. You talk about Larry the cable guy. Yes. There's no yeah. reason why, as a father, we could I switch him out, right? Yeah. We don't. There's no need for me to uh, uh, represent him. Um, you could be his Scotty Evil. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'd be into it, man. Cars four. That's some good money right there. Some very good money, but um, so uh, you I guess grew up around cars. Yes, my brothers were huge into cars, and I wasn't very good at them. But by osmosis, uh, I got at least a very basic knowledge of cars, and I'm just wondering where that, uh, where you got that because you've been working on this MG. I'm presuming it's in storage now during the winter and stuff. But um, yeah, I just I'd like to know where that came from and how you got into cars. Uh, purely immersion over the last uh, year, mm -hmm. like the necessity of of fixing up the MG made me learn that stuff, and I did find myself going in the the heights of the pandemic happening last year. I lost my job. It's coming up on a year since I lost my job uh, on St. Patrick's Day last year, mm. but the it's the last day i worked um but in that uh in that early springtime when i was uh getting into it i remember you know going on websites and watching videos and trying to track down pieces and a couple of things like that right and it's intimidating a lot of people have already done it before right and the way that we think about cars in America is like it's this shared folk knowledge as important as, you know, working on cars is as important as other things. But, you know, there's there's definitely times and places when it's going to get you out of a jam. Yeah. Uh, I certainly think so, that's being lost. <laughs> uh, yeah. my I, I got the car from my friend's dad. Uh, he imparted a lot of knowledge to me last year as we fixed it up 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say uh, I definitely would be able to regurgitate all of it right now, being a few months removed from it and thinking yeah. about it. How I would like to get back to it. And well, the weather's starting to turn, so. We can all hope. We can all hope, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that car is haunted. Um, I did get a little bit of backstory on it, and it, I think it did come from a little old lady who only drove it on Sundays. Uh, amazing. So, yeah, I had a, a uh, my first one was a, um, I obviously my parents didn't want to buy, buy it couldn't buy me a car, but they, they uh, you know, would look they for encourage very, you to get a to get a license plate. Yes, yeah, and the thumb. Um, no, but they ended up getting a. Uh, uh, it's a Pinto, basically. It was the Mercury Bobcat. It was the pin. It was the the Mercury version, and I think they got it for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, and I would drive that thing up and down our alley, just up and down, up and down, up and down, with my buddy before I even had a license because. Uh, I guess I was in preparation of driving, but you uh, you were learning how to drive in the alley. Yeah, it's a Mirthmobile. It was like you know, it had the you know, the built-in candy the machine. Red, red and, yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, I don't. I I, uh, I just remember those those old cars, especially. I'm sure your MGs like this too. But I just remember there's just a different feel in those than like say like getting into you know anything of the last forty years. That there's something about like. Uh, when I sit, I don't know, because my family had like a um, 68, uh, not Chevelle, another Chevy sedan, uh, you know, with the whale tail on the back, like an old and one. You have a good, and you have a good memory of it. Oh, yeah. I can smell it. I can smell it. I can feel those seats that were like plasticky and like real springs in the seat. You know what I mean? I can the individual like, springs digging into yeah. your butt. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't think they were haunted, but um, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. But, um, but yeah, so I didn't know, like, other than, like, uh, sort of what you're, have told us about the MG and, and working on it, if there were any other things that were, that, I mean, you were in New York City in the 80s and 90s, and a lot of these cars were still on the road, so I don't yeah. know, uh, I feel like you just have a very unique uh, view on old cars. You, you certainly do see all kinds of cars growing up in the city, I guess, and uh, I would say, comparatively fewer trucks for that matter too Mm. just because of the amount of room they take up and stuff like that or just nobody had a truck back in the day yeah uh and yeah cars from the 70s and 80s were more present (sighs) then dude just looking at the videos from seinfeld or like you know whenever it's just i love it seinfeld or just any like you know you're pining pining for an old accord that oh, shaped no. like an the shape like an A. What do you what what exactly? No, I would my dream car. If I were if I were to like if I had like you know fifty thousand dollars, I would figure out how to make a VW bus electric. And so I'd have oh, a sure little bit of the done. old. A oh, little sure bit of the, it's been done. It definitely has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of money, but. Uh, Actually, yeah. I saw a guy who had an MG very similar to mine that he had electrified himself. That oh, was really geez. really neat. Really Solar really panels neat. on top. Got it. Justin, I'm thinking about you. I got to shout you out and uh, interview you about how that was done. Yeah, I have his I have his email address. I'm going to do it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I don't. I didn't know if you want, had any more like um, insight on uh, the, the paranormal. The after no, I never, I never haunted a car. 
Well, it's not too late. You have a black cat. That's a start. And, uh, you know, you never know when that thing's going to just completely ruin your life. No, he's a baby cat and he's cute. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, the, the paranormal suggests um, an involuntary line drawing between that and normal mm-hmm. and what we accept and what we accept is normal. And, you know, so many people choose not to see certain parts of the world, thus giving a lot of space over to paranormal like you know what's true and what's not what's right. new what's what's news and what's fake news mm-hmm. it's just a you know another example of arbitrary li- line drawing uh i enjoyed um the x-files as much as anybody and uh i'll still say that my favorite uh episode ah, i'm stuck between fans should check out um the x-files files from our good podcast friends kumal nanjiani yeah and, uh, who later got a part on the new x-files yeah very. oh very cool oh it, let's do a podcast i think this is a great idea there I you think go if there's ever i think there's ever a reboot of christine you might get a shot at it jeremy as like a kind of a sickly looking teen i could an unhealthy unhealthy obsession that guy went uh, through some shit in that movie we ex- we all accept varying degrees of the world as normal, so it's kind of tough to say what where to draw the line at, at what's paranormal. Right. So, you know, growing up, not especially religious, but church going, mm-hmm. you still you still find you know room for not exactly. Uh, Santeria, but some Irish Catholic superstition. Not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of a a fusion of uh, different beliefs and different people you meet, I think, along the way. Right. Yeah, I don't know. um, I don't, it's, 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 I think it's a weird thing to talk about in a family setting, or at least uh, when you're young, it's not something that, you know, my family was like, hey, there's a, you know. You should never do it at the Olive Garden then, because when you're there, your family. Your family, yes, that's correct. You should never talk about it. Those breadsticks. No, but I, you know, it was never, uh, you know, when a grandparent died or somebody or a family member died, it wasn't like, hey, you know, uh, keep an ear out. That's interesting. That's interesting that you should say that because I, I remember having trouble with priests at the homily, you know, several times when older relatives passed away about, you know, what they would say about what my older relative was doing now that they were dead. Um, Is that something you asked my them? Great, what, no, no, no. In like in the in the homily when they were delivering sort of remarks during the funeral mass. Okay. Gotcha. To you know, to the family and friends, to the people, and one of my great uncles got up after maybe he's my grandma's cousin, uh, got up after that and said uh, he's going to make a speech, but he said, "All due respect, Nana's in heaven." You know, uh, as yeah. an aside, as an aside to the priest before any you know, before any of us knew what he had even said. So right, uh, right. I, I, shut I the do- shut the door on any. I- yeah. No. No, I mean it's it's tough to think of to think of somebody, and many times you see uh, you see that person's wishes respected, and then there's times that they're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Due to the family or the nature of the death, and all you know, 
so many different individual factors yeah um about how you feel and I think I want to be a tree, Jeremy. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot. I I'd always like used to want tr- to be like buried. To be a tree. I don't right? want to be burnt up in fire. That's wait, wait. If I but if I was a tree, you could eventually chop me down, right, and build a garage with me, and then any of the cars that were inside oh, that garage. If I wasn't genius. happy with the way things were handled, right into the car. It, I'm saying like it would be because you don't know about in the future how many how long cars will last. You know, everybody's yep. talking about how they're going electric by the end of the decade or yeah, all I stuff. That, yeah. Which I hey, good for them. Yeah. Uh I think it'd be more cost effective for the haunting to be a garage <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? Because then you have a place, a reliable place where you're haunting all the time. And then you of course, you know, people may turn something. over people may turn over their car ownership. I remember really um riding Dan. Soon after we, uh, what the heck was that? That car that we took was it his old Nissan that we took into uh, into oh. New Jersey to uh, Jesus, to gravity to Gravity Hill? Yeah, because he did run over a a frog, and that was one At of Todd's best best comic book strips, yes. best comic strips of our of our. Uh, oh yeah. Of our podcast. Yeah, I wish he did those again. I, those are I thought amazing. it was just very disrespectful of Danny to run over a frog, but I guess. Also, he was out there to show us uh, what happens on the the bad side of nature. So I guess you know, running over a frog at that point, he didn't really care about his karmic score. Yeah, that whole um, that whole that whole thing was a little weird. But uh, I I just remember um, I don't think it was one frog. I think it was a few frogs. But that's just uh, why you did you have my one of those hand counters with you? Or you <laughs> no, I didn't have a camera you those, mounted. You didn't one of those hand counters. Yeah, I do. I do remember. Uh, he didn't feel any remorse whatsoever. That's that's our Danny. No do remorse for the. Cha- do you think it would have changed if he found out how many frogs he had killed? Yes. I also. Think that, you think that would have made a difference? Nah, let's let's be honest. That's it's not yeah. going to make any difference. But yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I actually have been going back to the burial pod thing. I mean, it's it's a funny it's a funny the, visual. The, I don't the what the burial the burial pod pods, thing. the tree burials, and it, so it you looks like, like so. I mean, everybody in this time of pandemic has been forced to confront their own their own mortality, absolutely. And that of their close relatives and friends, whether through actually what happened, my next door neighbor, or relatives like that, you know, yeah. in laws and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and I feel so like people don't have the luxury of being that far removed from it, of thinking about their death, and you know, yeah, just yeah. it just happened, and it just right. came up on them, and they didn't have a chance to do anything about it because of it's the scary. restrictions. It's terrible and scary, and it's amazing that we've reached this milestone of a half a million people. It's just it's blew incredible. right through it. Yeah, well, yeah, for several reasons. That would have been much lower if somebody else was there. But anyway, we won't get into the politics on this podcast. Um, no, but yeah, I, 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 the visuals of those burial pods are very hilarious because it's like it looks like a huge teardrop that you're like in a fetal position in, and that's yeah, the, exactly. Take me, take me back to the uterus of the yeah, earth, and that's that uh, seems to seems to be the overriding message in that artwork. I think if if I know the one you're getting at, that's that's exactly right. The I didn't know. Uh, I guess if you had, uh, all right, let's do this. How about you want to you want to pick a tree, but let's say a tree is out of out, they don't do that anymore. So what what is your second choice to be buried under, uh, and to be consumed by not not just the tree, 
I'm, I, I have an idea, which is a, a avocado tree. You're allowed to. Oh, That's a tree, for, though. For me, you talk about for me. Yeah, yeah. Alternate burial pods me. is what I'm well, talking that means about. I would have to be. That means I'd have to be buried somewhere warm. You know what I mean? Far away <sighs> from where I from where I live now. You think Florida. About yeah, could, but yeah. No, I wouldn't. I would, I'd have to make some wrong moves in my life to yes, be you buried would. in Florida. At this yes, you point. would. Um, or rich, higher rich. There's certainly other yeah other ways. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. If maybe like a uh, if you're talking about something, what's it called? If you're talking about a, a food a food commodity, I'd mm-hmm. probably like to be buried under a fruit tree. If you're talking about just uh, something decorative like that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an oak tree would be nice too. Grapevine might be nice if you're into wine. Ooh, you know ooh, what I yeah. mean? Oh yeah, drink drink the drink that wrath, babe. That's right. Drink that wrath. Drink it up. Drink it up. Um, yeah, the grape the grapes of wrath could have a new a new meaning. Uh, how do right? we? Yes, haunted, exactly. Haunted grapevines. But this is something oh. that you wanted. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like people oh, yeah. are going to go to all this to go all this trouble. Be like, uh, he, I happen to have found this other will where Jeremy requested being yeah. mulched. It's just one piece of paper on a on a pant leg or something, or one one. It's, it's notarized. It's notarized. Yeah, as long as it's, it's notarized. notarized. It's, yeah. I can't do anything about it. It's a legal. It's a legal document as far as we're concerned. <sighs> um. All right, I'm, well, sorry, Mar- I'm sorry, Marla. We're going to have to mulch him. <laughs> we're going to mulch him. Um, we're going to mulch him, and then we'll plant that lemon tree. Now, that's right. let's get, now let's get digging. <laughs> we don't, actually, oddly enough, we our, our plan is to bury, uh, we haven't gotten Richie's ashes back yet, but we're going to bury him out by the tree out front. There's a new tree, and we figured he'd be oh, nice. really, really, really good, uh, you know, for the, uh, for the uh, roots and the, 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 the vitamins and the, you know. Tell yourself that, and see yeah, if that tree if doesn't true. start fights with other trees. That'll be that'll be very that'll be very sweet. The second that tree bites another tree, it's yeah. it's gone. Yeah, it's, it's go right right back to the tree shelter with that tree. Exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, well, let's wrap this uh, this little thing up here. Um, you can find uh, what, what, what do you? What, I mean, I guess you could plug the podcast, plug the old adventures of Danny and Mike. You can find my old. Uh, Chevrolet Cavalier episode at oh, yeah. the adventures of Danny and Mike.com. That's Danny and Mike with the ant spelled out. Um, if you have any suggestions for us over there, let us know at three, four, seven, four, seven, zero, eight, one, five, zero. That's it. All right, Michael C. Uh, I appreciate you hanging and, uh, all right, Jeremy uh, B bumps and bruises be damned. Uh, we made an I, episode. I, I, you know, I don't know if I've been directly haunted by a car, but I, I did read Christine. Oh, yeah. um, My nephew's really big into Stephen King right now, so shout out to Hunter. He's uh, uh big fan, big fan of the books. Treat uh-oh. we're we're raising them well not in big, Ohio. Not not a big fan of sleeping, in other words. Yes, that doesn't is true. love sleeping. That's big, true. Likes nightmares. All right, you could go uh, go follow Michael C on the Twits at Michael C Morona. Uh, I remember that from my other hosting job. And, and follow Jeremy <laughs> on whatever it is at Remy Bailey. That's right. Check out growingdork.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, with some more uh, chit-chat about the uh, the oddities of this world. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. 
Bye-bye. Going Dork Stars and is produced by me, Jeremy Balin. For more information on the show, visit goingdork.com and find us on all the socials as Going Dork. We are a part of the Seltzer Kings family podcasts. For more information on them, check out seltzerkings.com. And if you want to continue the conversation, give me a shout on my socials at Remy Balin on most things at Jeremy Balin on the Instagram. Thanks for listening.